thing for a while Been in this thing for a while You don't even know my pain You can't even match my style You don't even know this game Been in this thing for a while yeah, yeah, yeah. Been in this thing for a while Been in this thing for a while Yeah Yeah not already failed. At what point we gonna start being honest? The image of black women, it's not just her. I don't wanna make this just about her. But why is it that in this society where they would cancel you for anything they don't agree with? The only thing you don't have to worry about them canceling you for is the negative image of black women. It's not just her. Let's look across social media. Look across the TV networks. Where is it where you just see, a, just just show me the other black women too. If y'all gonna show me this type of black woman, please give me the other ones. Show me the ladies. Show me the ones that carry themselves. Baby, you can be a freak behind closed doors. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But God damn. Bro, what a way to come in, man. Bro. I feel like, I, I feel like, was that you? Was that you? Was that you? <laughs> that, was that me getting it off was like that? That's that. That, that sounds like a moldism right there. playing my tune, boy. That's a moism right there. We can get into it, man. What's his name? Let me let me make sure I get his name right here. Yeah, get that young brother. Some- or at least the page is on Don Salmon. Don Salmon. Shout out to him, man. Well, you know why we here? Blackness versus ignorance. No, that's the thing for this week. <laughs> he dro- he's dropping the verse right away. He ain't gonna let the beat be. I like that. That's well, like- I just wanted to. I feel like behind that, after that right there, you got to come in hot. You, you right. Gotta, like, you right. But that'll give you the thing. We'll give him something to wait for. Mm-hmm. We'll start with something different, a little lighter, a little, little, you know how we do, go around the globe, see what's in the zeitgeist, what people are talking about, give our opinions on it, this black man, if you don't know yet, mm-hmm. where you at, we happy you're here, they have Fridays like this, and what more? Since Fridays is like this, man. Absolutely, man, it's another week in the books, I am Spike Lou, we appreciate you guys joining us, man, gonna be some big announcements for another week in the book, fans, really nothing that y'all gotta do differently, but just some recognition that we receive and bigger things and opportunities are going to be out there for Mo and myself so I do want to say good job Mo getting a lot of good feedback still out here in these streets man man. some opportunities have presented themselves that's going to help us take this thing to another level I look forward to it man we just want to get you know want to you know Feed the people, man. Give them the give them the goods, bro. Pause. Keep feeding more people, man. If you don't know what we do, this is another week in the books again. Having conversations amongst black men that we usually don't have, but we try to mm-hmm. make it more comfortable to have with your black men in your life. So let's start it with these black men that got into it, man. You know, everybody <laughs> that listen to this show, they know I'm a big Joe Budden fan, man. Mm-hmm. Joe is brilliant. Former Joe Budden standpoint. fan over here, by the way. So former's crazy. I mean, you have a reason. Not to like him. There's been a lot of stuff about Joe that the whole situation came back. That situation's never gonna die. It's never it's gonna die. It's been three no. years, bro. It's that nah. they brand new Rory and Maul shit. That's that's it. that's almost like the just, I ain't gonna even take it there. Never mind. I'm gonna, I'm gonna reserve that. That wasn't gonna be a good comment. But yeah, that ain't gonna never die. <laughs> gotcha. Rich in your head. Rich in your head, man. <laughs> no, I, I, 
riches in your head, no, man. man. He got you holding. Ah, nah, I, can, I can hear Jimmy. I can hear Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's hilarious, man. Shout out to our guest last week, young Jimmy the Comedian. Yeah, shout man. out to him, man. Great job. Funny, man. Funny stories. Y'all go check him out if he's in town near you. I was speaking about Joe Button, though. Uh, mm-hmm. well, over the weekend, the scuttlebutt started presenting itself on the internet. It seemed as if Joe had got snuck in the strip club. And this is a week after Caesar's brother, Caesar, the real estate dude with Envy, who's gotten into some trouble lately. This is a week after his brother approached Joe while Joe was out smoking hookah with the phone out, antagonizing him, trying to get Joe to react. Joe came and talked about it on his podcast. Now, after that part, he was out at the strip club. And from what I'm reading, this is alleged. I don't know. I haven't listened to the episode yet. So I'll have more information once I listen to the episode. But from what I'm reading, he was snuck in the strip club and people are alleging Mo that it was behind some comments that he had about Tax Tax the former famous podcaster who's now serving time for murder uh, said Tax sent some dudes over to go holler at him man. They got, I don't know if they got the ups on Joe well I don't know the details in that sense but I do want it to I did want to present a deeper question we get on here we talk behind these mics more we have our opinions mm-hmm. you know we'll, i think people are they have the right to their opinions right but you also can't go too far you got to be professional i feel like in what you're doing and saying if people get offended by it so what but it shouldn't be a violent thing so how do you feel about rappers podcasters whatever it may be being attacked for something that they may say on a podcast when you're out living your day to day you and your family you enjoy your free time somebody don't like what you say and they in your group you think they have the right to do that they do got the right to do that mm. they're not on the contract they're not on the contract to say oh because you said this and you're doing this uh, I have this these disagreement to do. I mean, that's repercussion. You might get arrested for assault and all that. That's a part of it too. But at the same time, it's like so that's the you're right. That's the better question. Then is it worth it? Is it worth? I heard this on a podcast. I didn't like it. Now I'm gonna stalk this nigga. I'm gonna run up on him. I'm gonna make him embarrassed by posting this shit on social media. Is it worth that? Nah, it's, it's not. No, nah, it's, it's not. I can let a lot of stuff slide. Like that's that. That's that street. Well, first when I heard you on deck, I was like, I can't believe this guy. I was like, bro, you were wilding. What are you talking about? Tell me again. After finding out, like he told this man, like, give. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, he told this a man to perform a blowjob on him. Like I'm being clean here. Obviously, he didn't say it in that way, <laughs> but. But he told him like you can. You, that's how I feel about it. You can do that. Yeah, yeah. And then you were like, "Bro, I don't care if you like." That's where you crossed the line. That's why I, I did feel AB when he was saying it's like when you start talking that type of way. We're not talking about. You know, this is not really commentary now. This is something else, and that's the line that I feel you can't get into that violent water. You don't. You can't talk. You can't talk like that. But I, know, I don't care where I am. Though you can't. If somebody tell you, I mean, you might brush it off. Somebody tell you, like, whatever. You don't. I don't understand. But like, you're not gonna like just be talking any kind of way. Like, let's say that ain't the thing that moves you. But they say something that might be like about your mom or something. Like, hey, whoa, bro. Like you, like, hey, hold up, wait. You ain't talking about me as a as an entertainer now. You talking about something else? Because you, now you trying to you trying to get under my skin. 
because you got personal you're letting them right but if you you they win if they try if they they're intentionally trying to get under your skin and now you're feeling confrontation everything Isn't that had, a win for the person that was trying to get under your skin it's not always about a win or a loss though bro that life ain't all about that it, it ain't though once always said sometimes it's about what principle morals yeah <laughs> yeah I, I like what what uh rich always says violence is never the way until it is That's fair. I mean, that's fair. Like, violence is never the way until it is, and you can't control someone's reaction. And the violence is such a powerless position. Like, that's a violence is a last resort, powerless position. I can't do anything else to you, so I gotta put my hands on you. Like when that's, that's, you see, go, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. No, I'm interrupting. My bad. Go ahead. No, nah, yeah, go ahead. You said I, I, I don't think I, I don't. I, I say I don't think that no, it's not a powerless position. I don't. I don't think that it's a uh, position that. It can be put in a depending on the stakes. It can be put in that that rank of power, like it's at the lower end of like your reach. But See, I don't think that's always scenario. We appreciate that more. We appreciate violence more because we don't come from shit anyway. Like if you're talking about black men and, and like, let's keep it real. And so if you're talking about black men and the conversations that we're having, yeah. Like Pac said a long time ago, to build a war, you gotta have your money. Mike. War don't necessarily include violence. Like mm-hmm. what other approaches? What? How much power do I have to make your life a living hell? Let me put it like that. It ain't a lot of niggas in positions of power where they gonna beef with their enemies and be like, I can box this nigga out of get money. I can box this nigga out of operating over on this side of town or whatever you do. I'm, I'm just going to make your life miserable versus a physical altercation with you. A physical altercation, you get that, okay, then so what? I mean, okay, then next what? However, if you, if it's real beef and you are into it with somebody in a position of power, violence ain't the thing. That ain't how they get you. Like that's not how they're going to get the ups on you. People with things and, and that are in positions where I can make your life a living hell. Before they hit you in your mouth, they're gonna make your life a living hell because that's worse on you. Versus just running up on a nigga, hitting him in the jaw, you risking a charge, like you said. Mm-hmm. But he ain't got nothing to lose though. And sometimes you gotta understand too, bro. Like everybody's not a king on the on the chessboard, so they're okay with. I know I'm not gonna take your queen off the map. But I'm damn sure gonna take this rook, and sometimes or a couple pawns, a, a, a couple pawns. Okay, well, I'll probably say a little more than that because if you got tagged or whatever, it's more than a, a pawn, bro. A pawn is like a tweet, you know what I mean? <laughs> nobody see it though. Nobody okay. see it. Hey, you but it's in the like, news. It don't matter. Oh, yeah. it's, it's, it's the look is there. It's it's happening, bro. It's it's a fact now. But I'm saying it's like some people like him in his position. He ain't got nothing to lose. He's doing life. Um, I mean, what I do this now? That's, I, that's I, I feel like that's ignorant on his end. Though. Feeling what? like I don't have anything to lose is the reason why Tax is sitting in jail now. Yeah, that's fine. And nigga can say uh, he got approached or whatever it may be and he was self-defense, but that ain't, it didn't come out to be that way, man. Nigga, you sitting in jail, you could have did shit a lot differently, but you're still operating the same way. So he do got something to lose. You're like, you well, need what, 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 what do he have to lose? Like, it, what, Reputation. What? You already made one dumb mistake. You was on your way to being one of the most popular podcasters, probably one of the most lucrative careers that you could have had. Cause still to this day no one has filled that lane that he provided it was something unique something new and now you're sitting in jail and now because you're sitting in jail and you hear a nigga say suck my dick i call a nigga up and be like hey man stalk him out when you see him up in dreams next time hit him in the mouth of your boy bro but you don't know okay, you don't know you get from that though bro but you don't know but what's his conditions in prison though Oh, did you hear that? Oh man, you heard that? He talking wild out there, bro. They all up in the jail. Yeah, you all up in the you all up in the prison yard working out. Yeah, man. Yeah, but that's out in jail. 
Niggas bro, that's million. his life now. More time. <laughs> that's his life. Like you. That's my point. No, that's, that's my, my point. point. I, <laughs> I think the biggest. So let's remove it from dude. I think the bigger okay. conversations to have is not res, like resorting to violence. Is we were conditioned to think that was cool with the movies yeah. and the music and the mm -hmm. shit that we grew up to in the nineties. But mm -hmm. as you start to consume more content and you get more information, you understand that like violence really, that's the last resort. Yeah. That's if you fucked me all the way, like you say, like tax. Man, I ain't got shit to lose anyway. I'm in jail, gonna go to jail. I ain't got a bad job. I don't have kids, family, a wife. Like who cares if I'm spending the rest of my life in jail? So any chance I want to or can get violent, I am going to do so. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying that's not a position of power. That's not a position of leverage. What we trying to create. I, I just don't look at it that way and especially i think now that we're able to spread more information more of us should see it that way like bro i'm sitting here fighting with like i'm in here fighting with you over a parking spot or some rose ray shit like nah if i really care that much i'm gonna find out who you is make your life difficult and do anything that i can but as far as getting out the car and fighting with you like my nigga please no you're 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 absolutely right i'm i'm, I'm totally with you I, I just think in a scenario like that to and we're gonna move it from that part of it but like i just think in a scenario like that it's like i we don't know the conditions of what it is and it's like again it's like his goal is not trying he he's not built i feel like to try to take your whole operation down and definitely not from his position but it's like bro i'm getting my lick back like that's kind of it you know he that's it joe is gonna keep flourishing and it ain't gonna it's gonna be you know nothing you know within a week so uh but what i do want to say that gets challenging you're absolutely right on us being conditioned as far as we always see like they say nigga to me i'm gonna hit him like no no i'm not because this is the scary thing about that we talk about violence that that could have been a theme in itself but like we talk about violence and like uh retaliation from like black men and feeling the need to uh get physical it's such a here's the scary part for me it's like i'm almost like reverse condition like i've had the observation i realize how fast it can get snatched we've both been to jail before we see how fast things can change like just like that so you know especially when the law works against our favor even in a self-defense moment you may second guess if i'm going to necessarily do this i may whop him we might break it even charges might be pressed may not but now i got a strategically plan am i going to be okay with the possibility of what the results are so I, I, that is always I'm always that's like one of my things I'm like bro I hope I never get in a position where I have to make that type of judgment call because you know what probably will come with it you're gonna get you may get dealt a bad hand but you were in the right but it had to it required that that because there was no other that is always one of the things that I just man it's such a challenge you know what I mean uh, yeah I understand it, it is a challenge and before we go to the next one it, it's you're speaking from a position of a man who now has things to yeah. lose. Yes. A family, your, your children, your children are on the way, like mm -hmm. your career you're trying to build, a business you want to build. A lot of the times, I would say the reason that violence is our go-to amongst black men is because out of everyone else in our society, usually we are the ones with the least to lose usually we're not ingrained in the community or you don't have like stuff you're trying to like and you do have stuff you're trying to go home to but you don't got as much to lose just due to mm -hmm. systematic oppression whatever it may be you don't have as much to lose usually as a white woman a white man a black woman an asian one like usually black men have a lot less to lose than they do or at least we are 
At least we, some of us think that way anyway. Mm-hmm. I got to ride for my pride. It don't matter, nigga. I go do a little time behind there. It ain't nothing but a little light five. Mm. Most people don't look at it like we do because it's not normalized within their culture. It ain't normal to go to jail for four or five years and be like, oh, that ain't nothing, dog. I eat that. Like, nigga, what? But I do believe that with information being so key now, they win the information age. It was a study came out said people listen to more podcasts, music, news than they did. Like music is the lowest it's been listened to since the 50s. People are consuming just more information and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I say that to say we are in a position now as black men to provide the information. Like now you do have shit to lose. Mm-hmm. Like it don't necessarily have to be violence. If you want to be a spiteful, vindictive motherfucker, then go be that. But it don't have to resort in violence when you going to jail. Like you can work yourself up into a position where, like, I remember what that motherfucker done to me. I remember what he said. And I, at some point in time, if, even if you got to be a spiteful and that's your motivation versus <laughs> reacting to a nigga and being violent and you getting taken off the chessboard, as you said earlier, I would rather nigga just sit back and play his move. If you that type of nigga, I'm, I'm personally not a vindictive, grudge-holding person. So probably like, well, it takes a lot to affect me. However, if, if you are that person versus letting someone trick you out of your spot, then build yourself up to where you can put them in a position where they life gonna be hard. Yeah, I would look at that as more beneficial than hitting a nigga in his jaw. Sometimes the other one feel better. Hitting I mean, yeah, of course. Like I mean, you get the instant gratification. Like you're like, man, I got him in. I know he can't whoop me for real. But taking it back, though, I mean, I know you were speaking a little bit more about like, because you were saying like, kind of like being in this position. You did make now you came back crazy. Like when I was like, man, this nigga wildin'. You came back crazy when you started making the references to like a Stephen A. Smith at like ESPN, where you were talking about. Right, so, so when they say something, y'all want to go and actually go try to tag them, but this is their job, you know. But when it comes to podcasters or radio hosts, y'all feel that y'all can do that. They can be reached, and you can get that way with them. Um, it's it's just I know we talked about it last week and the week before, but like the responsibility to the platform. I think that I speak for myself, and you've been doing this longer than I have, but like. To triple down on, I guess at this point, it's like I think that you got to understand that some somebody may hear this. Like this ain't I can't just put on. Like this is a very just like the foundation of hip hop was built on authenticity and the the reporting of what was actually happening in our our neighborhoods and streets. Like when we do this, I got to understand there could be repercussions if I speak a certain way about things and somebody gets a hold of it and it reaches somebody. So I think on our end, just like a Chris Rock telling a stand-up joke you got to understand that when you're speaking about these people these people are real people and it's not that many degrees of separation as we think it is so i do think that we have to be intentional and wise in how we speak about other people like we can't act like they'll never hear this i, I feel like i, I tr- we have to treat it like they may hear this and even if we disagree with something we had the highest respect for them as black entertainers you know what i'm saying yeah that's fair I don't, I don't see no problem with that at all. There is a responsibility to doing this. Yeah. You can't just say what you want to say while out. You can to get I mean, views and shit, but it'll catch up for you too. Yeah, we'll have situations fact. like Act and Joe Budden and all of that. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I agree with you. Yeah. There is some level of integrity to sake. And if you do have an opinion, it can't be less personal. You can make it more about the opinion than the person. So, true. That's true. Yeah. That's a fact. All right, Mo. 
You want to address that clip at the beginning? All right, yeah, that was a crazy little flip. How we just did that mm-hmm. <laughs> made made it made it let it marinate. Yeah, um, so the, what was the clip? Was it from an award show? It was Sexy Red. Um, we've talked about this young Sex, lady. Yeah, so it's been going. It's the viral clip, of course. Sexy Red rapper. She's pregnant, and she's still been getting it in. She can have every right to do so. She was performing in some hot shorts, like the little booty shorts and a crop top with her stomach exposed. And she was twerking, made it drop to the floor. Mm-hmm. So there's been conversation online about like the representation or how this looks for black women, for black people. Yeah. And the show thing this week is blackness versus ignorance. So I felt like that would be a good starting point, foundation mm-hmm. for the conversation. Yeah. And you um, guys heard the clip at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I echo the same sentiments, bro. Like as the gentleman that w- that we played at the beginning, uh, I you know I, I the more I've sat and processed not just that clip but just what's been happening in the culture lately, I have more so realized it's like you know my bigger issue, and I had issues I've talked about on previous episodes about like like how you know the the big the bigger higher ups on radio programming and like kind of the exposure. That's my issue. My issue, the biggest issue for me is the exposure element. It's like, I just feel like, and people say, oh, it happened. Nah, bro, not at the same scale. I feel like when it comes to black people in the entertainment industry, they got us out here looking like monkeys. Like, because what they highlight, they highlight these things that over-sexualize, overly, uh, you know, overly gangsterized, overly... uh, you know, is he gay? Isn't he gay? Like, you know, we just overly they 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 do a hyper version of black people when it comes to us. There's no I feel like there's just never a, a level of between that entertain. You can see some like authenticity. There's never it's never really there. I mean, sure, you can go I'll go to their, their social media page, go this and that. But it's the exposure and the, and the journalistic integrity that like when it comes to us, this I feel like everybody's just watching like dance monkeys. And so then you go to work and then people are so surprised at how civilized and regular you are and how much you care about the same regular things that the white individual cares about. You know, what I mean, it's like I, I'll go on, but. What what did you what did you feel about it before I keep going? Because I I can I feel like I'm gonna get on my soapbox today because I've been been you know I've been grumpy here. Ah, uh, surprise, surprise! <laughs> <laughs> Shocker! <laughs> yeah, who knew? Who would have thought? Who would have thought? No, um, when you say they. I hate that. I hate when people go, "Who who is they?" So I, I'm not gonna ask you that. Mm-hmm. But I, I'll, I'll give it. I'll ask you this: When you say "dance monkey," do you feel like that there is someone that's telling a sexy red or any other person that you want to refer to that doesn't represent an upstanding image of the, the black people or something? Like, do you feel like that someone is having a conversation with them? And it's telling them, hey, you should act like this and we'll promote you more. Oh, absolutely. These people, they good. You think that that's happening? Oh, yeah, I definitely do. You think we, someone is pulling her to the side and being like, be as ratchet as you can be? I, it's not It's not worded like that. It, it's it's good, though. The way they're putting it. Who, I'd be like, who, would, be, who would be telling her that? 
the few degrees of separation. So yeah, so it would be like like the, the few degrees of separation from like like in the record exec, and then maybe there's somebody from the, the record exec that deals directly with like the manager. The manager deals with the, what's name saying, hey, they like what you're doing, kind of like, you know what I'm saying? Then they find a way to reword it. I feel like, bro, it's, it. I feel like it's there. They, they got these sponsors, this and that, blah, blah, blah. It's, I feel like it's there, bro. We know there was a hip hop agenda years ago. I mean, we won't have to go on that. This is not the hip hop show, but like, there's there's an agenda as clear as day. I can't put the pieces together because I'm not the conspiracy theorist. And I'm I'm not even that deep with it, but it's like it's clear as day, bro. Like what what is always exposed with us when there is dope things that are actually happening that we're doing as well. But this is what seems to always be exposed, and it creates a domino effect. Like I don't know the the pieces and parts, but it's clear as day. Like the backing and the exposure is right there. I don't know who's doing how it's being set up. I'm not saying people can't be ignorant on their own. I won't discredit like somebody that made it. That's me. what I was asking. I was never going there that's with That's what it. I was asking. <laughs> yeah. Never going there with it. That. They got to take accountability. I feel like there's a level, yeah, there's a level of accountability that she should have. Mm -hmm. And to address the clip, first of all, I disagree with the guy. I, I don't agree with him. I don't think that there's not proper representation of black people throughout media. I could turn it on ESPN and I see it. Uh, plenty of black women that are different from sexy red okay uh, jamel hill is a famous black woman she ain't got one liquor sex appeal uh <laughs> there, there are a lot of different representations of black people and we can't have it both ways and be like oh we're not a monolith if we're going to be offended when one black person acts a certain way as if that's a representation of all of us I usually don't hear other cultures saying, oh, honey boo boo embarrasses me, that fat that white trailer park trash. Because those white people, they can disconnect. They know they're not those type of people. Or I'd never hear someone being like, um, shit, that's a bad example. It's a cartoon. But I usually don't ever hear other cultures, just that us, and like this dude saying there. Yeah, like they don't, they don't claim them. Or they they don't say, man, that's embarrassing all white people. Or, that's embarrassing all Asian Americans. Or that's embarrassing all of us as I see Puerto what you're Ricans. doing. <laughs> I, I, I see what I you're doing, but you know it's well, not What am I doing? Yeah, I, I, you're making a great point. I like it from a human being standpoint. You're making an excellent point. But you know dang well it's not the same. You know it ain't. In what sense? In what because sense? we are the default in this country. Man, I don't care who's doing what. I'm As a white man... I run this. I'm okay. I I mean something here. I count. I'm the default. I'm gonna do what I want to do. Like when it comes to us, we do have a stronger sense of pride because of like the origin within this country. I ain't gonna say all time because we know we didn't start from slavery and all that, but like the origin. So we we're finally getting to a place. And I do agree with you. Like the monolith thing, I, I do agree with you. We we do have other examples it just seems like the regular cycle when we open up our phones always seem to go there so it's like ah that's okay we'll show you on the television but the television is becoming dinosaur almost like you know um when you got yeah but so that, that that's true you're, you're not wrong in the sense of that but who does the responsibility to that follow you are a good example of this like you probably don't see any of this ignorant shit that I ever send you unless I'm sending it to you. You ain't tapped into this world because you said it before. You don't want it interrupting your peace in your day by day. You in your world, the more world. Mm -hmm. 
But in order to contribute to this podcast, you do take a look at the stuff that I send over, and you do, you you open up to it. <laughs> so my point is the same. Yeah. Like the bad thing about social media is that it's so consumed. Okay. Like that's the bad thing. The good thing is you do get to more so than you ever have. Way before TV, or excuse me, way more so than TV or any other mediums, I get to really curate my little world here. Mm-hmm. If I don't want to see sexy red twerking on my timeline, nine times out of ten, I can get that shit off of there and never see it again, bro. The one exception to that is is, is that Christian girl and, and Blueface. I have no idea what kind of code they cracked yeah. to where they still get on your phone after you blocked it. That shit is amazing to me, but that's neither wow. here nor there. Yeah. However, you do get to curate your world. So if you don't want to see sexy red twerking on the timeline, you can keep scrolling, bro. But what you shouldn't do is put it up there like this dude did. Now you're adding more eyes to the conversation. Now you add more engagement and more likes or dislikes to it. And that is what drives it. Even if you if you don't like it, leave it alone. Like you're good at that, right? Yeah. But, but if you how do effective. a whole thing piece on Keith Lee because you don't like how the nigga came in Atlanta or whatever it may be, then people are gonna pay attention to it. It's what drives the internet. So I don't think we can have it. We can't have it both ways where you like, well, I don't want to see this, and here's the reason why. Nigga, I don't need your soapbox of your opinion. You don't want to see it, keep scrolling. But there are some people that do. However, know that if you don't want to see it and you do comment on it, you do post it, you do talk about it, that it's putting more eyes on. And that's just the bottom line. I, I hear what you're saying. That makes sense. But I do believe if we all start taking the mindset of just scrolling past it, I think it's going to heighten even more, bro. I, I think I, no matter what, it wouldn't, make, it wouldn't be making money. It wouldn't be making impressions. So it couldn't. Then you have no justification. That person that you said, that person that you said is telling sexy red, they ratcheted up some. That person has no justification to do that now because it's not drawing any money in. People aren't paying attention to it. The reason that people like Sexy Red and people who are ratchet, Chief Keys, the reason that they're popular is because they do exist. Sometimes we as black people try to act like those people don't exist because we want them to see what the majority of us are like. But that, that's not a real that's not the real world, bro. Like you gotta acknowledge that yeah, sexy reds do exist. And usually I'm driving on past them. I'm not stopping in the hood to get out while they twerking at the red lights, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm keeping it moving because mm-hmm. that's just not my crowd. But the more you stop and rub a neck and slow down and pay attention to it, just like with traffic, it shit builds up because everybody want to look now because mm-hmm. you slowed down a little. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I, I, yeah, you're, you're right. I mean, I don't know what the middle ground is. I guess I just, I don't know. I just... As much as we want to make the comparison, oh, when white people have this one, this catch me outside, how about that girl pops up or whatever? It's it's just I. Now, now mind you, she just posted. It's funny you say that she just posted her earnings for 2021 for her OnlyFans. Upwards of 18 million dollars, bro. That's ratchet white people. So, <laughs> upwards of eighteen men, and a lot of that's got to do with sex too. I'm sure. I mean, yeah, bro. We we this is a horny generation. But I'm just like, saying it ain't, it ain't like, just. Yeah, it is. It's crazy. ridiculous, like, well, crazy, horny, horny toes. Like, it's, it's insane. It's insane. It is insane. I can't so even watch a commercial. Like, it's, bro, it's wild, man. Uh, it's definitely an oversexualized situation, and maybe just we just getting old. But my yeah. point to it is, she's a ratchet white girl. That got all being got on being a ratchet white girl and why she's really not in i don't see her in mainstream society she's making a killing for herself somebody's signing up see, for it. see but that's what i'm saying where's the exposure <laughs> it ain't getting pushed exactly 
That's that's the that's it's all. It's put somewhere. I, we just not. Great point. No, we just good, not though? in that stratosphere. Nah, we but just she ain't, ain't in that stratosphere. Like I, I don't see her because I don't pay attention to that. I don't know how many degrees of separation it is though. You know what I mean? I don't feel like it's that far off. It's not like it's some um like a Jessica Bill or something like he's been doing some OnlyFans. Respect uh Jessica Bill. You know, I, I don't know if you ever hear this, but I'm just saying, like, it ain't like, oh, she, she's doing the OnlyFans and like she's been quietly made 18 million. It's like, oh yeah, of course. I'm not looking at, at this actress, but she's not that many degrees from like, you know what I mean, hip hop culture, so to speak. Oh, you think she's closer to us than them? No, she's not. I think it's all fake. But I think the persona, how it's algorithm-wise, I feel like it connects more on this side than that side. Uh, but I, that's that's kind of my that's kind of goes back to my point. With that was like, why don't we see these things? Oh, it's low key here. Oh, she's getting it all, but it's low. Us, it's like, oh, put the you know. But again, it could be what you're saying too. It's like we stop and highlight it and get on our soapbox, and so we blow it up even more. So I don't know. I guess sometimes just to put a button on yeah, it, it's just to like, be honest, yeah. To be honest, one last thing for you, we spend the most money on it. Like any, you can look up any study you want to. Like if they are trying to market to a mass amount of people, and they're trying to use what we can or think that we relate to, because we spend the most money. Black people have no. Like it's notorious if you look up spending. We spend numbers, the like most money. Spend, you said we spend more money than any other culture. On I, I won't say on bullshit because I don't want to. I'm about to say, far, but, but we spend. Yeah, we, we spend more money at Christmas time on holidays. We spend more money on clothes, shoes, all of those things. We spend that money. So if you are a big corporation and you know that, you're going to want to appeal to black people mm -hmm. in some senses and, and things that you think will make them spend money. Because mm -hmm. you know they're going to do it. Yeah. But but yeah, I think... I think I think the spending is over like a part of like that's kind of that survival conversation we had and then kind of like an overcompensated like True. it's a whole deeper thing I can go into as far as that but no, we ain't got to get into that but you're, you're I, mean, right. I can see that but I can the see fact that. of the matter is we still do it right that's, yeah that's, like it's that's a lot fine. tied to it the trauma yeah, but yeah, we yeah. still do it yeah I can see that because I, I I'm always very interested when I'm at work or I go places to see how cheap white people are God it's crazy I'd be like bro that's why I'd be looking like Cause one lady was like, uh, like, like how many pair of shoes you have? Like, I don't have that many pair of shoes. I just rotate them so well. You think I got a lot? Probably got about like six pairs of shoes. Like, I mean, whatever. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but look, it ain't even just white people though. Like Indian people, South Asian people, really thrifty. Like, they probably got the notoriety for the most. They, they, the most. They, they body in that thrift bag, boy. Man, listen to me, boy. Um, <laughs> Yeah, South Asians, Asians in general, like everybody is thrifty compared to us. I, I feel mm, like. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> it's the craziest. I don't know, man. We we're gonna figure that. We're gonna have that conversation here. We're gonna try to help free up free us up from some of these uh we, these habits. But uh well yeah, man. Um So how, what, what 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 was on your mind when you came up with the theme blackness versus ignorance? It originally was just blackness in general. Like, you know, just being black. You know, it, it's it's uh been a part of my heart. I've been on my heart for a long time. It's just, just blackness. It's like, what is that? And I, I was thinking about, honestly, I, and I might have it in here in my sec, note section, but I was thinking about, like, the, the, I remember when we used to say, like, back in the day, not everybody, but a lot of black people, like, if it was like a white person that was like, we, we say now, like, they down with the swirl or whatever. Like, they, you know, they kind of down with us. We used to give them the car, like, oh, they black. Justin Timberlake, he black. Robin think he black. Like, yeah, we, yeah, we just like, oh, they black. 
but now when I got older, I, I when I people say that, like, and I still see like, oh, he be like, no, nah, no, they not. I don't care where I'm at, who I'm around, I tell them no, they not. And that was like a thing that's always stuck with me. But bringing it back to this concept of ignorance, I said, I, a part of me started to think blackness. It's almost like blackness versus like niggaism. You know what I'm saying? Like really, because it's like I think that there's there's this richness in blackness. But then there's this other side that it's like it's a part of the experience, but we can't just label it under black. Sometimes you gotta be like, okay, you just flat out ignorant. So I want to kind of distinguish the two and then just have more layered conversation about the black experience, just being black. You know what I mean? From our scale to a mass scale. Yeah. So So Yeah. You think that black people are portrayed as ignorant? Yeah, I still think it's the yeah, I definitely still there. <laughs> like really? I st- yeah. I th- I think I think Obama being there was just like what? a rarity. Like, um you said what, what makes, makes you, say, you that? say that? Yeah, what makes you say that? Uh I just look at what's the driving force when you look at black people. Sports, entertainment. Anything higher? What's the driving force for any other culture? Give me another one. In, in their politics, context. white people politics. White people. Yeah. Okay. And you think sports and entertainment is more important to black people, or just as important to black people as politics is to certain white people? I'm not saying it's just important. I'm saying when you look at a main from a mainstream standpoint, from every everybody in this country per, per se, like that is getting their idea or what draws their attention to this race specifically i feel like those are the driving forces it's what we do on on the field or on the court and what we do entertainment wise from on the big screen small screen music all of those things i feel like that's just the driving force with us so then there's other things we're great at there's other things that we're doing we're in politics we're in all these things but that's i feel like those are like the driving I think that's natural though, because more of us are successful in those fields. Like there are more successful black athletes than there are like right? Like when you agree. I don't know, because like, that stat, so. they be like your eyes are getting in the NBA, so it makes me almost say like but most of those people are black though. The NFL employs I think the NFL if I heard if I heard this stat correctly, they Employ the most black millionaires out of any corporation. This is because more black people play football, right? So that's just one of the industries that we happen to be dominant in. So you're gonna see an influx of us in those spaces. You said it here before, like even when we're talking about hip hop and entertainment, like ain't nobody's entertainment as we are. No, that's a fact. Oh, that's a fact. I, I ain't never stepping off. Challenge me, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, ain't ain't nobody nah, I know that. Me on that. Like Taylor Swift ain't no Beyonce. Like let's let's keep it a buck. Be Taylor cool. Swift is cold at what she do, uh, all right. but it ain't nobody that could do that shit. Like nah, she cold. Don't do all right. like that. All right, like, she we just not. re-recorded an album that sold one point five million for some shit that was already out. Right. She just went back in the studio and sunk it again and so 1.5 million. Sing, sing me one Taylor Swift song. Talented. I have no I ain't say she wasn't talented, but I I'm like, album, all right. but I know that I know the name of the album 1989. I don't know one song. I couldn't tell you. I'm maybe familiar if I hear it. But my point is, even on that scale, you would look at Beyonce 
and you know and anybody know that look at them gonna know who the better entertainer is we just do it better yeah. so i think it's it's, it's going to be natural that we are overly represented overly represented in those fields our issue is paying attention to only those things because like you said there are a lot of other talented brothers and sisters out there that do a lot of different things they just don't get to know the record they just don't get to know the ride they should because the shit don't hit our radar and it ain't because it's not marketed to us it ain't because they're not out there getting it in as far as being good at what they, they do it's just like do you know who tiny easy coach is One of the best black authors of our generation, right? Great writer. He wrote some fire books, right? Okay. He he probably could go word for word with any author in America. I would put him as a black man. I would feel comfortable saying, now nah, he got us. But I don't ever see him. Oh, I don't see him in a lot of places. Like I would see a say LeBron James or whatever, whoever it may be. And it's because like when you, <laughs> you're going to put him in a room full of niggas, they're going to be like, man, who is this dude? I don't know him. Not knowing the the critical acclaim, the the Pulitzer prizes that he has, not knowing that if we talking about the LeBron James of writers, this nigga probably him. Now maybe overstepping that a little bit of the other people, other authors out there that people listening know, man, y'all put me on game, but yeah, that sure. was just the example that I have because again, going back to the sexy red thing, we get what we pay attention to, bro. So if we if we want better, it has. I would put the onus on us to start looking for better. Make that shit just as popular as you can make LeBron or Drake or whoever it is you, you may be. What say yeah. you to that? Yeah, I guess we got to do a little more research. We got to definitely try to, you know, get off the low-hanging fruit and, like, climb a little higher on the tree. Like, of All course right. they're going to give us, like, yeah. I, I think a lot of it is to do a lot of what we see in this promoted to us is white people's perception of black people. Which is why we stop and look at it and want to correct it. Like what you're saying, as far as there's somebody telling Sexy Red ain't up it a little bit, or the the, the person that told Bobby Smarter to hop up on the table and perform in front of the whole office. <laughs> nah, he did that on his own. Like, <laughs> maybe you may be that. But but those images are the perception that yeah. white people have of us that we're leaning into because it makes you more popular versus our actual perception of ourselves like that's why it's so hard for me big jeff mess with me about this all the time it's hard for me to watch black tv shows this okay because they just they hardly ever get it right bro like you would be looking at it, that's like, the conversation that's it so, yeah like because because they don't know and they the reason don't. that we are upset about the shit that we get put out there is because they control it with, well i don't know if they control it but it's their perception of what a popular black person would be or what a ratchet black person would be and until our perceptions start getting more start increasing a lot more this year with tv shows and things like that you are getting a lot more black voices but yeah. we need more of our perception out there versus others cultures perceptions of us are we are we to our blackness is it too complicated to capture because we're it's it's like I feel like with white people, there's only so many archetypes, right? Like I'm, I'm just like white men. I'm just gonna say like six. Let's say six to That's eight crazy. archetypes. Let, crazy. I say I'll say six types of white men, right? Like I'm not. I ain't gonna go down no listening like that. But like let's just say there's six type of white men. But like black men, 
like let's just say it's twelve types. You know what I mean? Like it's like in like I think we, that's because we're more familiar with us, though, right? I don't really I know some white people, but I don't know. Well, I don't even know if I know six different types like you saying. We more familiar, so we know that. I and know. I think just so wait right there because that's a great point. <laughs> Twist that around what you said, and if we were two white dudes talking, they would probably say the same thing. Okay, they it's would like probably say like six different. Exactly, and it's about 18 to 20 different types of white guys. Okay. That's our perception of it, looking outward. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Great point. Great point. So well, I was saying that to say, like, so maybe when we're watching black cinema, we're seeing ourselves represented on there. We're like, oh, they ain't getting it right. Maybe because it doesn't line up with our archetype because there's so many types of us. Yeah, thanks. So that's, it's hard. So sometimes maybe it's not that they're not getting it right. It's that that ain't the type of black man i am or type of black person i am so it doesn't resonate but can i say they're getting it wrong yeah well it would be not only is it not the type of black person that i am but i know a whole lot of black men and i ain't never met that nigga before in my life that's the problem that we doesn't mean it don't exist though tv where would it exist me and you black we didn't bro, know a lot we, of black men, that, bro. But that's so what I'm saying, if, bro. If you telling me, if you telling me that it's a white man sitting somewhere writing some shit for a show that know a type of black man that I ain't met yet in my coming in my forty years as a black man, then I'd be hard pressed to believe that. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm thinking like there's somebody black in the room as well, like with this. Like I think I they try to do a little better with writing these. Things. I think they definitely try to do a lot better with that now these days, especially after. I forgot what white dude stepped down when like this started going crazy and they found out this white dude I don't know if it was like the he was making more money or something he I don't know yeah he was doing he I can't remember he was voicing something but we found out some white dude was voicing a black dude or something dude stepped down before like the heat came I can't remember who it was but <laughs> yeah if y'all know man hit us up 470-318-5034 uh, but how how do we define our blackness we say it I, and, I, and, and it seems like Maybe we're the maybe maybe we are maybe we're not. This is just us black men speaking. But like, are we the only ones? And how do we define it that use terms like blackness versus white people with my whiteness or my, uh, you know what I mean, my Asianness <laughs> or my, crazy. you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I think they just use heritage, right? My heritage, my heritage okay. My background. Well, you've been in, you've been in the business a long time, brother. You ain't got the vocabulary. I got the sarcasm down, but I ain't got that far. You got the whole vocabulary. This guy is good. Thank, thank you, brother. Uh, he know how to move. I, I, I think that they, everybody has those conversations. And I, so, to flip it a little bit, but to still answer your question, is it racist if you, like the blackness that you're talking about, if you want that? That's not, not one, but you lean that way. Like you don't you don't hate another group of people. Mm-hmm. But first and foremost, it's black people anytime every time. Is that racist? <laughs> <laughs> you know why I know why you laughing because you see where it's gonna go. It's prejudice. It's not racist. Um, it can be. It can be. I feel like it's, if you're hating another group of people to be prejudiced, then cool. But if you just like, I want my people to succeed, win, and I put. See, but then what if white people say that? everybody else? That was the point that I was going to. Yeah, that's, that's why I was like. asking you. Did you think it was racist or prejudice? 
Cause like if you hear a white man say, "Man, I, I just want all white people to win, bro." See, but like, I, I, I don't got nothing against you, that's, black person, but I'm rooting for white people. See, this like is, if a white dude yeah. told you that, that would be crazy. Yeah, you'd be like, you would, you would call him a Nazi. <laughs> but we, we be yeah. like, shit, nigga. I, see, I, but I, that I'm rooting for everybody black. See, there's this is what the challenge is, bro. Like we're in a country where we're fighting for equality. But it's very hard to fight for equality of like every all all races, all uh, uh, ethnicities, all sexes, all treated equal because like the origin of things, it 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 makes the water so muddy. It's like okay, because you're right. It, white people say that you're looking at them crazy. Like I, you know, I, the black man, he was absolutely qualified. I just I want to look out for for you know white people because you know I love I'm my, my people. White brothers. I'm my looking white brothers. My you white know what I'm saying? I'm like, trying to get what? the white brothers. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> huh? Huh? You know what I mean? So it's like crazy. But then when we say it, it's like we. Don't, I mean, we're black, so obviously you're not gonna feel in kind of way because you're black. Like you know, but at the same time, it's hard because it's like the origin, the foundation of what this country was built on was uh from a divisive standpoint with racism so it's like we kind of needed the pride because we didn't have nobody else out here that cared like i don't know it's that is always a conversation conversation that can't yeah it's just not a one time one time talk conversation to be had because you're right in a way if they do this but we can't only way we can get to that equality as far as like okay if they say i'm looking out for my white brother and we're looking out for our black brother but we ain't got no issue and we mean that with it like we signed we got we shaking hands treaty all that good stuff and we understand that we got to work together at times but you know then everybody got to start from scratch you got to swipe everybody's stuff off it's like swipe everything whatever and everybody got to get from ground ground zero but that ain't gonna never happen so i always feel like and we're, we're always at a disadvantage so i think being at a disadvantage opens the door for us to be able to maybe do things like that even if by definition it could be considered definition i mean uh, uh races or prejudice i don't and know if that the difference yeah no no you you, you own to something and i think that's the difference right yeah like, unfortunately due to the past and the history that people try to erase mm-hmm. and try to say, oh, won't y'all just forget about it? Unfortunately, we do need to look out because we were put so far behind. Mm-hmm. Slavery, Jim Crow, all of the, th- the pre-civil rights era, all of the things that happened to put a black man behind mm-hmm. doesn't sound as crazy to say, even in 2023, for one of me or you to be like, I mean, I'm gonna look out for the little brother, man. I'm gonna give this. I'm in a position to do so. Yeah, white dude might have been more qualified, but you know, I'm trying to help a brother out. Yeah, it don't sound crazy to do so because we know the history in the past. However, I think wild. Again, as we talked this out, it sounds wild for a white dude to say because you've been like, bro, y'all niggas been y'all had passes your whole fucking life. Like, like you ain't necessarily had to be in a position where your whole race or being a people wasn't discriminated against you had a running start like it shouldn't be no it shouldn't be no scenario really where you like oh man i need a little help like bro like god niggas had help for 200 years yeah. yeah so i do think that like you said that's that's a good point that you bring if you had to clear about the slate then it would be fair to say but now you have to acknowledge like the the way that black people were put behind the paper reason why we want to look out for each other the reason why because we can relate to our young brother going through it brother going through it man let me throw him a bone because nobody else in this world gonna do it for me yes that's it 
if I'm in a position to do it for my brother, then I'm, I'm gonna help you out. It hurts me. It like, well, that's another thing for another day. But yeah, if I'm in a position to help my brother out, then I'm gonna do so. When I don't know if it's how we look at white people or just how society has set it up. Like, I don't look at white people and be like, I mean, he had to help him out. I mean, he had to help one of his brothers out. I could never understand it because I think that there's another opportunity around the next corner for each white man. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily feel like like a lot of things got to go right for us to get it. Mm -hmm. And I, don't, I hope that doesn't come off like a victim mentality. That's the last thing that I want to sound like. Yeah. But it's a reality of being out here in the world, though. You know. As you do more business dealings, you have more conversations with people, and then people start to get contracts over you, or people get jobs other than you, and you see them, and they're not as qualified as you, or may not even be as good as you. It's just like take a lot for us to get a break, bro. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it, man, you're hitting so many pockets there. It and so keeping it on brand. It's like that's what makes like you sent. In our group text, me, you, and Rick's like the black man that had to bring his his child to what his college courses, his class. He was in, he was in Clark, and he he tried to tell the professor. He told the professor, "I can't make it because I don't have anybody. Uh, I can't afford childcare. I can't it afford childcare. Yeah, it was an important class. The professor wanted him to be there. The professor was a young brother, twenty six. He said, "Bring the baby to class." Mm -hmm. He brought the baby to class. He said, "Look, give give me the child." So you can focus on your studies while I'm teaching. He had a little baby harness, had a little kid sitting on his stomach or whatever with the little harness. Mm -hmm. And he's like, well, I'm going to help you get this done because I know how hard it is. That's that's the the blackness that I, I love. That's the blackness yeah. that we're creating. That's the blackness that we're here to present. That blackness that I'm referring to, just in case it's not clear for those that that don't know and those that may not be black to the listeners it's the resilience that we have as a people i've talked to at a former job i talked to a white man and he didn't understand when i told him how you are already at an advantage and he's he's like you know and normally they'll hit you with well i grew up poor i grew up i had to pretty much I, the, the white struggle story where some white people don't come up from money and all that he hit me with all of that and i heard everything he said and he made valid points about him coming up in the struggle you know trailer park or hood or whatever oh. that is and at the end of all that i said but guess what you can clean yourself up and you can go walk into somewhere and you're going to get a fair chance i cannot guarantee wherever i go i'm going to get a fair chance because of the color of my skin so you cannot tell me about we're on equal playing field because you you struggled you know what i mean uh, as a white man and i struggled as a black man but we're we're even we're not but the blackness that I love is that resilience, how we come together, like Spike is talking about, where it's like, let me look out for the young brother. Let me help him out. He's trying to get his degree. The black woman that got kids says, really, I see my wife do it. She got a college degree, like staying up all night, doing all nighters. And I wake up and she's still there. Like the resilience that we carry as black people, how we, we have that humor where we know how to clown and joke on each other, but we know how to uplift each other at the same time. But like, and really say, bro, you good though. You all right? Nah, man, it's going to be all right, pimp. We're going to, we're gonna work through this that's the blackness that i'm talking about that's the that's what i feel i i don't see um on a grand scale in our current culture uh that i wish grand i would see like more what? just grand scale like what? somehow like let's say sexy red was doing that what she was doing and then like somehow in the skit somebody came out and like she stopped the bike. He's like, you know what? 
I'm, I'm, I'm about to, you know what? I've been doing this, blah, blah, blah. I just did this to do this, but I'm going to keep it real with y'all. Blah, blah, blah. Like, just go, you know, like they be doing the rants. I'm going to keep it real with y'all. This is what it took for me to get to this spot. I mean, that may not be the platform. I'm just, I'm freestyling. But I did this just to get to this spot because I was in a hard situation with my mom. This was me. This is the resilience. This is what I, I felt I had to do at the time. So y'all can judge me. Y'all can look at me any kind of way. But this is what I felt I needed to do. So when y'all see me do this, understand the purpose and why, where it's coming from. If this is, you know what I mean? I could have been in the club. I could have been some kind of, you know. So and you it, would that, feel more comfortable about it if she was more transparent and explained in her journey. I'm not going to say I would feel more comfortable because I had to be so invested in her life. You know what I mean? Her story. But I think that it but was. But you could understand it more. I, I, think, I think it speaks you more. You could to, understand it if she explained it. Yes. It if speaks it wasn't more. just twerking, if it wasn't just the imagery, if it wasn't just my booty hole brown in the song, <laughs> if you were able to hear her talk mm-hmm. and articulate her story, it would it would register for you to more for you to be like, it would be easier for you to overlook it. I, I don't think I ever overlook it, but I think that it at least for. For me, like I'm not even on it like that, but for as on a grand scale, at least it honors to me the complexity of our blackness. That's it. Like I I think words are needed with the action. You know, I don't think it's just one of one or the other. I think you need both. I think you, we need action, but we also need words too. You know what I'm saying? And I yeah. Question. Do you yeah. feel like that you owe people an explanation for your blackness? Like, do you owe people to tell them why your hair is like it is? Mm-hmm. Why you got beard? Like, why you respond mm-hmm. to some things the way that you responded? Or do you feel like you should just be giving it right as a black person? No, you're, you don't you're really uh, necessarily got to know where I'm no, coming from. Yeah. Just know that I'm coming from there, nigga. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. She don't owe us. Like, I know that. Like, I'm I, asking I, you. Yeah, that's what I don't, I don't, I, I don't, I don't feel like what you think personally is Maurice. Like, I don't really care. I'm saying, do you owe people when you have that conversation with that white man at your job, or you having that conversation with a brother that may not know you or someone who may judge you incorrectly? Do you owe them an explanation on your blackness and how you, you got to be the Maurice that you are at this stage and age? Do you owe them an explanation on how I got to be this? And this is my blackness defined. Do you owe them that? I don't owe that, but I do feel like it's necessary at some points because I'm what looking place? at the greater benefit. Like, what, what place? Like, mm-hmm. where? Where is that necessary? Is it a workplace thing? Is that a, I'm meeting new new homeboys and I'm telling them how I am type thing? Like, where is that? Where is that platform where you like? Well, this is the reason and this is the way that I am. Like, this this is how I became the type of black that I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a when I lived in Indy, the owner. He was sitting He was sitting in a little break room with us And we was eating and stuff and he was He was like doing a little pandering Talking about jazz music He was an older white man You know Talking about jazz music I feel I knew he was trying to kind of lean into Trying to connect with the black You know what I mean And He was getting into it And then he was kind of talking about music today And that was probably at like I don't know 2014 or something maybe And so At that moment I didn't have to, but I just felt something in me that said, I need, to, this is a moment to educate him. So I actually educated him in like an elevator pitch on the significance and importance of hip hop and how it's become the number one genre. This was fresh after the info came out. And I said, how it's been, mar- how, how it's marketable, how it has influenced and impacted every genre. I, I, it was, I, I don't know how I did it, bro. I bodied it in like three minutes. And he was like, wow, huh? Hmm. Wow. That was, 
you know, and it, but I Niggas felt like, yeah, but yeah, and I articulated. <laughs> oh, they be shocked with it. Yeah, like he was really thrown off, like how I articulated hip hop in the importance <laughs> of it with the owner, bro. Like, and but it was a moment that I felt the need to offer. You could you could throw it in the trash afterwards. I don't care, but I I feel that I'm always looking for the greater good as far as how can I benefit somebody. You know what I mean? They could take it or leave it. It's not a waste of time to me. Like I just don't. So it, it's. Do you feel like you got to explain your blackness? <laughs> like anything about your habits or your ways to anybody at any point? Damn, this is a hard question for me. Being that I'm such. Well. Yes. Hmm. I do feel like I need to give context. That way you know who you're dealing with. Um, it can be easy for a person to misconstrue who they're dealing with if they don't have context. And then if they, they misconstrue who they're dealing with, you get on this whole slippery slope of, mm-hmm. oh, you disrespected me. Oh, I didn't mean to. Oh, I didn't know that. It's this whole weird thing. So for as, as far as context what I mean when I say context is I'm always going to most likely have my best foot forward. I wouldn't be sloppy. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be overly loud or sounding ignorant. I'm going to make sure that if you have questions, you're not, I'm going to try to make sure that you're not going to do a lot of assuming. Okay. That if you see me in, in a room, my presence should be, if you want to know more, ask me. If you don't want to know more and want to assume, don't do it incorrectly like don't don't come to me with it you take it home to your wife yeah, and your right, kids right. And you talk exactly. to your homeboys about it all of that good shit but i don't want to have those conversations with you where you're coming to me into incorrectly so i'm always going to present myself correctly how i want to present myself so that's what i feel like the context is now when we're talking about explaining that goes to another level of int- intimacy you have with the person as far as okay I, even if I do explain this to you, am I wasting my time? Like you said, is you gonna throw it in the trash? Is it just a conversation? Is it small talk or whatever it may be? So it, it has to be worth my time as well to explain myself, but I am going to give you context with my presence. My presence is gonna be context. Wow. Um where do where do we draw the line of ignorance? Cause a lot of times Cause it's just weird. I look at it like there's like three different terms that are kind of used: blackness, culture, and then like ignorance. Like, oh, you're, how are you tying blackness and culture into ignorance? No, no, they're not tied. I'm saying three different terms. Where it's like we say, okay, now nah, this is this is my blackness. This is this, you know, this is me being black. Well, this is what black is. is. And then there's the other term where people be like, oh, it's the culture. This is this is the culture. I'm doing this because it's the culture, and then there's just the other thing where people won't even say it at all, but it's just ignorance. I need an example of I'm doing this because of the culture. All right. So, um, okay. So let's just say I'm 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 really gonna freestyle this crazy. I ain't wrapped in a grip, but <laughs> like if I'm like, gonna hit it with some bars, man. Right. No, no, I'm not about to hit y'all no bars. No. Y'all would hear y'all would y'all would hear some bars. Go to reverbnation.com slash molitical. 
I want to hear my rap stuff, but man, if you don't put that shit on title and, and Spotify and Apple, nigga, bro, I'm not trying to make no money off of it. Like, I, bro, I don't owe no rights to like these beats, bro. Like, somebody got offered me a deal though. I like what pe- people that what Joe didn't do. If somebody offered like Mo, like if you do do a rap album as a podcast, I, retire. I, I, I'll give you a strong ten. I'll oh, are with, you retired? Are you retired? Are you? Uh, I kind of am. Like, but it's always there. I wrote like a couple. Church and like it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? My cousin always used to make the joke like, "I can see you handed out little miniature Bibles." I was like, "Bro, who do y'all think I am?" Like, I like, I swear, like, yeah, just come hear me speak, man. Come hear me speak. Cause y'all think I'm like somebody totally different, but that's a whole other ready for revolution. <laughs> I promise the stuff. You know that was Jared. That off, no. You I know that was Jared. That is that not off, me, man. bro. But, you can get that off, bro. That is hilarious, bro. Oh, that, but shit. everybody know that song was jamming, though. Like, don't, we ain't gonna play like that wasn't jamming at the time. <laughs> like, anyway, <laughs> but uh, uh, you right. Were talking okay. So, about, uh, so, so, like, okay. So, blackness, right? Let's say I'm I'm rapping, yeah, and I'm rapping at a barbecue with the family. We just having a little cipher. This is this is getting the blackness off. We doing our. This is what we do. Black family barbecue. We all. Yeah. Okay. Then you have a moment where, like, sorry to bother you, with Lakeith Stanfield. We always talk about the niggas, niggas, nigga, nigga, nigga. Like, I'm, I'm rapping amongst like the white people, but it's like they're selling me on their in. They're like selling me on their into it. No, bro, I listen to rap, man. I'm telling you, no, it's not even like that, bro. I, just, I really want to hear you spit, man. I'm a big fan of rap music and stuff like that. So now I'm like, oh, I'm going to do it for the culture. So it's not blackness now. It's culture. So then we there's there's more invitations that go into culture. And then there's just ignorance. You know, I, that's kind of self-explanatory. And I don't know if I did it enough, but it's just I just feel like there's a. Uh, we do this thing kind of was like man we doing it for the culture and then we act like culture is wrapped up in blackness so and it's, I don't feel like it's the same no it's not there's, oh. there's, there's blackness and there's culture and then there's ignorance and I think all of them are required at some points like, okay. I appreciate some ignorant shit sometimes like some oh I do too ignorant. I love it nigga yeah that funny I Marco stuff is like that's probably my ignorant bag well, I'm like yeah that's I'm your like, ignorant bag right yeah, I, like I, pre- I can appreciate it. I yeah. come from ignorant shit like I, that, that's my background so but unharmfully it. though for me yeah i don't want to see nobody get hurt yeah this i can appreciate somebody getting checked ignorantly or res- responding to something ignorantly when somebody was way out of line like i can appreciate that but also like you're saying for culture i don't tie culture in with blackness because culture is so encompassing i can't tell a white dude that been listening to hip-hop for 20 25 years that he's not a part of the culture just because he's white i can't do that he do have experience in the culture he does know what it is and, and, and he may not be able to relate to being black maybe he does come from similar beginnings as some black people and can kind of relate to the struggle but he still would never be able to relate to having black skin so do and we that's need... what blackness is blackness so... is nigga like you lived and you came up yeah you can you can you can when i start t- naming off these things that damn near all of us went through you like yep yep, yep. i remember that like that 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 is blackness and that ain't the same thing as culture culture is different because culture can be all encompassing it don't mm. matter what color you are to be a part of especially if we talk about hip-hop culture like hip-hop mm. you said it was the that's what i was gonna say the number one genre do we need to put something people. in front of culture like 
Do we need because we say culture, but then is it like do we need more specifics? Like are we or do is cult because it's is we kind of do that with it when it comes to us. But I feel like if we if there was like Asian culture if, and they would just say my culture where I'm from, my culture, we wouldn't look you at it like Asian culture, right? I mean, probably. I, I mean, you can put. I think you can put damn near like you got wrestling culture, like people that love. Wrestling. I know, but I almost feel like, do we need the title? Because with us being black, we always just say, "Oh, they're part of the culture," and there's this weird underline. We don't. So, are we saying hip hop culture? Are we saying black culture? Because I, I almost feel like maybe we need to start titling instead of saying the culture. We need to title what specifically urban, we urban culture. Urban culture. Boy, you oh, are urban. Don't you've been at? You've been around them, boy. This man been around them, boy. <laughs> you are Lakeith Stanfield for real. <laughs> somebody came up to me and thought I was me when I first moved to Atlanta. Somebody came up to me and thought I was this dude. It's nuts. That's crazy. Uh, hey, that's that's how I do. But no, it's urban culture because, like you say, like urban that ain't culture. necessarily black. That ain't necessarily hip hop or rap. But people, hmm. a lot of different people can relate to growing up in urban cultures, and they ain't necessarily got to be a certain skin tone. Hmm. It's just I I, rec- I I recognize what this is. This is either my cousin from it, I'm from it. I seen my dad explain it to me, whatever it may be. So urban culture is a lot more encompassing than I would get to for I say black culture or even hip hop culture. Because it's people that are urban that ain't hip hop. Uh, this is so good. I'm trying to I'm trying to land this plane. Um. Uh, how do you feel in 2023 about being a black man? It seems like a a, a, a question we might have asked, but I don't think we have. And this is like right there. Really? Um, and I don't know if we even sit and think about that. No, I love it. I wouldn't sign up to be any other type. Of like did you, this did is you, a one. This is a, a this very few experiences similar to a black man in America. If I if, if I could dare to say not one other experience is like that, but I guess any person could say that. A white woman could say that. A white man could say that. A Nigerian that's that. in America could probably say that. You're right, but don't even get me started on that. But yeah, <laughs> you know anybody? You know anybody like Nigerian? You know a dude? You said you knew a Nick, dude. Nick is African. Nick first generation. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Nick, people, Nick, Nick parents are immigrants, I believe. Yeah, they, wow. they came over there. He went back over there with a son. Shout out to Nicky Doucet, man. Shout got out to Nicky Doucet, man. Uh, man. I know a couple of brothers that are first generation, like uh, African-American. It's, and and that's different from just like being yeah. black man. Like, I, I don't care how offended they be. And I, I, if a nigga want to debate that with me on here... No, yeah, no. Me, me, and you on the they, same they page. The same, <laughs> like, they it's... do not have the same walk that we have, and nah, I ain't saying necessarily that was easier mm-hmm. or harder. I'm just saying it's not it's the different. Same. Like I always say that about Barack. Like people try to say, like Barack did a good. He was a good representation of what you want a black man to be. But when you're talking about him actually experiencing what it is to be a black man in America, I don't think he ever went through that. Mm-hmm. As he grew up, I read his book. He grew up with his grandparents. They grew up in Hawaii and Indiana, I want to say. His dad left and he grew up with a white mom. Not taking anything away from his experience. It's just there's a singular experience about being a black man that another black man can understand more so than anybody else. Mm-hmm. Bro, so you can, um, do I enjoy, huh? No, I was just going to say, bro, 
you ever just meet a black dude, you might shake up and meet him for the first time. It just there's just certain moments you might say, What's up? Or you might just have a conversation black in the store, or whatever. But like there's this sense that you sense of a black man like he been through some he been through some stuff. Just like me for real. He just like me yeah, for real. He absolutely. he's he's trying. I don't know this dude, but I can tell. I'm looking at him. He trying to. He got it together a little bit. Got his daughter with him or whatever. This man is trying, and it's just. It's, well, you said the Brock thing. It just made me think about. It. I look and I be like, and sometimes I will just smile. I'm like, man, the black man is trying, bro. Like he's trying to. You know, he's doing. He's doing. He's, he's doing. He's Not doing. Even just trying that nigga doing. He's you doing. Know? Yeah, but anyway, what was you going? I'm sorry, I cut you off. I hope I didn't break up your thought uh, process with the Brock and experience of um, being black is, in 2023. Few experiences that are singular, or excuse me, that I like being a black man. I think that's a singular experience. So when you say, "Do I enjoy it, or do I? How do I feel about it?" Um, I appreciate. It. I wouldn't ask for any. Like I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to be born again as another race of color. I think that we are the coolest genre of people. It's overall from top to bottom, right? Like, People be like, damn, man, that nigga, like that, like, like we're the most cool, well equipped, naturally, naturally cool. Pause, or well equipped. Mm. Yes. <laughs> oh, hey, yo, <laughs> but yeah, I think we carry ourselves like, well equipped. It's crazy. Well equipped is <laughs> that nuts. Might be the name of the episode, though. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yeah. Chapter sixty-seven. <laughs> well equipped. <laughs> Pause and quotations. Oh man. Uh, parentheses or whatever it may be. But yeah, man, I, I, I enjoy it. Like there's nothing like cause we almost the <laughs> we always the most interesting motherfucker in the room when we walk in if you're a black man. Yeah, that's a fact. You know how to hold it correctly, man. You the I, most like it's either no, gonna be like you, you, you right nigga doing it. Like or like Bro, man, what do you got going on? It's hard. we we are the most interesting person in the room when we walk in. How's it at the and job? Not, like for you? all of us like, how do how do you think they look at you like as the like the like, are they looking at you like, okay, things are getting interesting. Luke, Spike just got in. Like, or, oh, this is come up. I'm going to ask Spike this. Like, do you do you feel like there's that, like, gravitational? Question, man. I'm so oblivious of my presence sometimes. And I never really I know that up feeling. until people start making comments. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like, at the job, I don't work in the office too often. But when mm-hmm. we do go, like, just to give you an example, um, one of the most successful people at, at my company i would say he probably probably the best person doing what i do he's at the top of the charts right we're cordial i know only cool cool brother i don't really we're not friends i don't really know him like that with him. cool like we speak you know me i know him we've been working together for a couple of years based off what he may have seen on instagram me playing golf doing all the different podcast stuff i, I said this on here before his approach to me, like, hey, what's up, Rich? That's, that's Rich's nigga in here, in, in the building right here. What's up, brother? But that's somebody referring to me who's like seeing success that I, I'm nowhere near at this, this this company. So he's referencing that off the sense of, I seen you on Instagram playing golf three weeks in a row, nigga. I see the, it. the shoes you got on when you come in here every time. It's a different pair or whatever it may be. But that's just how I, that's me. I'm not going out of my way to do that or, or anything of that nature. So when you say what's the perception or or uh is there like a natural gravitation? Because you know Yeah, there is. And, and and sometimes I'm so oblivious, bro. I miss I be in my own own child. I was just talking mm-hmm. to Joe this week on the phone, bro. Only children have this way, man, or we can just be like mm-hmm. I'm here, but I'm not here. 
I'm really trying to blend into a wall, my nigga. Like, cause <laughs> I don't really, <laughs> I don't really want to talk to you. And, yeah. and, and, and it's hard for someone like me to do that when a motherfucker see me. And even like, I got this Cowboys hat on. Like, to be a Cowboys fan and want to fade off, like, that's the most polarizing fan that it is. But I'm gonna have my Cowboys hat on. I'm gonna have a nice pair of shoes on. I'm gonna look nice. People may that have any interest in following what I do, but they'll see it and be like, we got a lot going on. However, I really never noticed that when I walk in the room. And that's either to my detriment or my benefit. I'm not really sure yet. So you do you but it it, it, it ain't really like I'm, I don't I don't walk in the room and be like, I'm shit. Like, I mean, I believe that, but it's like you're such a strong observationalist. It's kind of you probably need to turn that slider up on your observational bag. What do you mean? Because you're you're really good at observing. Like you you got that locked. You got it. You got it locked. Your slider. That's your two K slider is up there when it comes to observation. It's up there. You probably want to turn that part up. That's like one of the sliders under observation. Like you know, you probably want to turn that slider up. Just like yeah. But what say you? What what about you when you walk in the room? You go to church to preach a sermon or go to, to work on <laughs> uh, like it. Like they be like, oh, that nigga Mohill, boy, we finna get a word today. <laughs> I mean, it'd it be like that, but <laughs> but that even outside of that, <laughs> uh, uh, even outside of that, it's like, uh, and like at work, um, like one one lady is like, I mean, I'm the only black person, like at, in upstairs in like the office or whatever, and it's like they'd be like, man, it's really quiet in here. And, and, and niggas down, niggas down in the warehouse, ain't you, dog? Nah, it's only nah. It ain't. It ain't we ain't even got a warehouse set up. It ain't even like that, bro. It's real nice. Oh, I and thought neat. you were saying that because we got like we do apparel. We do upstairs. Well, we do apparel, so we everything is okay. nice and neat. Nothing's really dusty, hard. I mean, uh, but uh, yeah. So it's like, oh, uh, somebody be like, man, it's really quiet in here. I'm just used to you know more noise and stuff. And it's like they be like, Marius, you know, you haven't said anything. You've been quiet all day, and I, I flat out told her like, and then like. I told her, I was like, I'm always like that though. I only really talk when people talk to me. I know how to carry a conversation, but I don't really talk unless people are talking to me. And I, when I start realizing like certain people, how they act, where they kind of lean into black references, I start to, re- that's when I start to pay more attention. I'm like, oh, it's that black, that black gravitational pull. I, just by my skin being different, by my hair being different, my walk is different, my talk, my humor, my voice, everything about me is different. And you're drawn to it for whatever reason. And so I just embrace it. I really do. Like, I'm not saying, oh, we're better than white people or nothing, because it ain't nothing like that. Because I've learned a whole lot from white people. And that's another conversation I want to have. Because while we talk about blackness, we definitely need to have a conversation about things we got put on to by looking over the fence to the other side of the white waters. You bring Dan off of that. Dan, Dan ain't, he, you know he ain't here for that. He don't want to be the white representative. Like, don't we, you don't know no other white guy? White person. Yeah, I do. Chris I know one white guy. I do know one white guy. Joe. I, I, I do. Alright, we, we, we'll, we'll get it. We'll put it together. Well, I, I do want to but it ain't gonna be like that type of like racial divide conversation. It's more of a, it's gonna be a uh, you know a unified conversation. But nonetheless, um, United Nations type shit. <laughs> we are the world type. We are the world. Hey, my, my daughter loves. You ever seen song. that video of Michael Jackson when they were recording it? No, I see that's like me. the actual video. That's hilarious though. They talk about him mad at the dude singing. Yeah, that that's me. That's me. That that is so you. Oh, that is so you. 
I can't believe these niggas came in here bullshitting. Like I can't this, believe. Nigga, I'm Look, in here do you see what I got? You see what I got? Yeah, on? nigga, I'm Michael fucking Jackson. <laughs> nigga, y'all be lucky I'm even in here recording this with y'all. Y'all even playing. Your bums, your bums. <laughs> All of yeah, it was funny, bro. Um, but before we get out of here, Spike, what what you what you got going on, real quick? Um, same, same, same. This same, is the week in the books. Mm-hmm. Yep, uh, good earners. Told you, big announcements coming. Uh, I think mm-hmm. we officially released what we and you and I were talking about more, and some of the partnerships that are have presented themselves to us. We'll make some announcements and let people know. What there won't, won't be any changes for you as a mm-hmm. listener, but just some more people are going to be added to this pot as mm-hmm. far as exposure. And that's going to be a good thing for another week in the books. Mm-hmm. Um, so that just a big announcements, man. Going to be working, getting everything out. Still doing a low key season finale is this week. I think it's a live broadcast. Y'all check that out on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Dead in Sports, another week in the books. Good earners on Deck TV show. It's fine. And I'm I'm coming for Nikki Duce's spot. I ain't reached out to y'all yet, but I'm gonna find. I'm gonna have no, to find. Just, just I know I gotta find like, when we gotta. All you part. gotta do is just be like, hey, I know, I know. I, come on. You I know. know I'm trying to find like the window where it's like oh, I don't have to record three times because that's time away from my family. So I'm trying to find a way to like if we're not doing something this day, boom, I'm gonna hop on. You know, but uh, but like you said, all those things, good earners, uh, reviewing the Sopranos, it's cooking. We about finished with season three. Uh, roll the audio drama series. I want to share something too before I get out of here. One, I was privileged and blessed enough. Uh, a lady at my church, uh, she asked, Could I go visit her grandson? I, I, I wanted to mention this at the top, but it slipped my mind. She asked me to visit her grandson, he's in jail. Uh, he got into some trouble, and uh, I was very open to it. You know, when she brought it up, she said, I feel like you're a little younger. It might resonate a little more with him if you talk to him and, and stuff like that. And I was ready to do it. I'm like, yeah, okay, sure. But then, like, my internal thoughts set in. I started getting, like, real, like, anxiety and nervous about stepping into a jail. Because I'm like, I'm starting to be like, bro, it's going to be triggering to me. I don't want to go back into no jail and do this. But I finally ended up doing it after, like, probably three weeks. And it went really well. I was happy to talk to the young man. And uh, I got a good report. She had ended up hitting me up. And I seen her church. And she was just very grateful that I got to go see him. So I'm, I'm glad I got to do that. We talk about feet to the fire. We talked about youth and, and doing our part. He's 20 years old. So I was glad to be able to, to do my part and, and talk to this young man and just, you know, just be a moment for him to kind of uh, escape, so to speak, for a moment while he being in jail dealing with what he's dealing with. So I'm glad I got to do that. And also, I want to tell y'all that are listening, y'all go check out uh, Sly. It's Sylvester Stallone's um, documentary on Netflix, man. It's really fire, and it's. I mean, you talk about making a way when no everybody counted you out. You have got to check that out, bro. He said, "I'm in the hope business," and I been. I, I didn't took that. I said, "That's what I'm in. I'm in the hope business." Rocky. Yeah. Rocky. Yeah. I said, he said, I'm in the hope business. Sorry if you don't, sorry if you don't want the hero to die in the end. I don't want that because I'm in the hope business. I said, hey, look, I, I'm adopting that. So here on another week of the books, we are in the hope business. You know what I mean? We want to we want to do something positive. So, man, y'all reach out, AWITB2022 at gmail.com. The phone number, 470-318-5034. Always appreciate y'all, man. Absolutely, man. Y'all leave us some voice notes so we can play on the show, man. Yes, sir. Yeah.